This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Well, Mayor Adams, you know, he went to Washington, D.C. to talk about gun violence, saying it's high noon, this and that. And yet the shootings continue here in New York. You got AOC. She likes to blame the gun. What does she call it? The iron pipeline, all the other states, the guns coming in. I mean, it's always a joke. I want you to listen to this, the view. I know they're like my favorite punchline. I can't believe I was an intern there. And I was an intern there for a whole semester. So I was there for like a good six months. And Joy Behar was there. She has to be probably the most stupid woman I have ever heard in my life. Well, maybe next to AOC. But anyway, take take a listen to what her argument is for gun control. Most AR-15 owners are former military. Okay. 35 Let me say married. one more thing. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. Is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Did you hear what she said? Once black people get guns I, in I, this country. Yes, I did hear that. I, I, does she not know that most most gun violence is perpetuated by African Americans? Uh, she let me tell you something. She On does. She does know that she she's not that stupid. She's just hateful. She's agenda driven. See, I don't mind ignorance. If you don't know something, I can live with that. But why I hate, and that's a strong word, but why I hate people like Joy Behar, Lydia, is she does know and she doesn't care. She'll do whatever it takes to protect Democrats, to protect black people, even if it means lying on national television. That makes her worse than a stupid person. Well, that's why, you know, here we we say the uncomfortable truth. You know, yes, the mass shooting was horrible, what happened in Uvalde and all these, you know, those type of things and what happened in Buffalo. But by and large, gun violence is the number one killer of young children. And it's it's done by people of color, of lower income communities. It's gang violence. It's over drugs. I mean, that's the predominant reason why we see so many shootings and so many people being killed it's because of that issue going yeah. on i, I mean, and I mean, they I mean try to make one, it about white supremacy i know but one point shootings are down i'm not here to give eric adams any credit he just embarrassed himself again him and the guns are on joe and mika's show but uh, statistically and john miller will even tell you this shootings are down now crime is still up in a huge, huge way, and you can't take the subway, and there are just things that are happening in the city that are just impossible to watch. But the shootings are down, for, for whatever that's worth uh, for that. But, um, look, you're right. You know, the, the white supremacy thing only stays alive because of something like Buffalo a couple of weeks ago. That's, that's what they wanted. They got it. Now they can continue that narrative, which is basically nonsense. Well, that's what's going to happen even tonight with the uh, Senate hearings. And you've got the person that's producing it. Uh, what was it? He's a former ABC News top executive because, again, this is all political theater. And, it's, you know, we were I was talking about this actually last night with Rita Cosby, John Katzmatidis, and Chad Lopez, Craig Eaton, and Tomachek. Rita's oh, my partner. God. Now, that is a Hall of Fame crew right there. Right, right there. there. We went to the Catholic Charities event. Uh, to and it was amazing. It was at the Museum of Natural History. And we were talking about how 
like uh, the 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 left wing media, they're not even trying to hide the fact that this is all political theater. These January six hearings, that this is a ratings grab. They're trying to change the narrative. It's the one thing they can hang their hat on to demonize the Republicans. And we were just like, God, I wish that that incident didn't happen. I mean, you know, it's just it's a it's a horrific. It, it was horrible what happened. It was horrible. But at the end of the day, well, be careful. You know, you know just Ashley have, Babbitt uh, was the only right, person that right. was killed, and no. she was killed by a Capitol yeah. police officer. Uh, you know, and yet you've got all the riots and all the craziness that goes on over the summer. You had a cop car, Molotov well, cocktails, see, right? This and, that, and that's not that's nowhere to be seen. I just had Rudy Giuliani on. I don't like it when people and Peter King does it too, and I love him. And you just did it. It was horrible. Calm down, okay? There was one person killed. It was Ashley Babbitt, and she was an innocent Republican who was gunned down and murdered, and nobody has paid the price. Now, it's, it's an ugly scene, I'll give you that, when people are entering a government building. But horrible, horrific, no. Horrible, horrific. I wouldn't say That's horrific. What happened. I would say horrible. No, no. I, I, I wouldn't I even say, say horrible. Horrific. I wouldn't even say that. Horrible is what happened in Chicago, in Atlanta, in New York, in Seattle, in Portland. Uh, that was horrible. What happened on January 6th was embarrassing, and it wasn't good. But uh, when you start using adjectives like horrible, then you're really comparing it to, to the nights like we saw in Chicago and Atlanta. That was horrible. Well, or even New York City. I, I right. remember when we had the, like, remember Macy's when they had the riot outside, and we were down the block from Macy's. You know, we were right at MSG, MSG at Madison Square Garden, and I was on my way to work. I was working, like, late, I was doing, like, a late-night show at that time. I was freelancing for WABC, and I parked my car because it was, like, a Saturday night or something like that, and I remember running through the streets worried I was going to get killed because people sure. were running around like maniacs, and they picked up those huge garbage cans, you know, the ones that were outside of MSG, yeah. oh, they yeah. were picking yeah. them up and throwing them, and I'm like, oh my well, god, the way, I can't believe way, this is happening. That, that was one day for you. I lived on the Upper West Side. The whole summer was like that. I had right. people on my block sitting outside at Serafina, at the French restaurant, just having dinner and had, had a white person and or a black person walk by and just punch them across the face. You had people oh throwing god. stuff at cops. You had people writing stuff on St. Patrick's Cathedral. That was horrible. What happened January 6th, yes, embarrassing, no doubt embarrassing, and not good. But when you start using those types of adjectives, I'm telling you, that's where we start to really uh, take that night and make it a lot bigger than it was. My opinion. I, you know, I was, I was looking at the clips of, of Biden when he was on Jimmy Kimmel. And, you know, people can say, oh, so people stumble, people this. He's the president of the United States. The fact that he can't even put together a coherent sentence, that he can't even speak without stumbling, is, is scary. It's staggering. The whole world is laughing at us. He can't even do a sit-down interview. He doesn't even make any sense. And he is the leader of the greatest nation in the world. That's why we're we're in the in the mess we're in. I mean, this you know by the energy crisis, it's it's only getting worse. We're going to see six dollar gas by Labor Day nationwide. And here in New York, we already have it. Kind of. I mean, there's a there's a a mobile two blocks away from me over seven dollars they have the gas wow. yeah it's over seven bucks but can you imagine if you live in like a little town in indiana or like you know michigan and these little podunk places that you know people there just work in restaurants they're working in walmart how are they when the gas is as much as they make an hour almost i mean how are they going to survive you know, people are, are, aren't able to pay their mortgages. I know I called uh, my credit card company about a fraudulent charge, and I got into a conversation with the rep. And she was telling me, she goes, I have so many people calling me, asking me to defer 
uh, because they can't even make their minimum payments and this and that. And it's really sad. Yeah. We're well, lucky. Is. We're okay. But I mean, the country is it's it's in a, a mess. really bad it, it, shape. It, it's a mess. And Joe Biden had time last night to yuck it up with Jimmy Kimmel. My buddy Ralph Napolitano, who, of course, him and his brother Tony own that restaurant and Tony's on Arthur Avenue. He just made a really, really good point. He actually makes a lot of good points. He says politicians think it's horrible because protests came to their doorstep and their life and livelihood was threatened. And that is true. They don't seem to care when, you know, when it's outside of an apartment on the Upper West Side or, or outside of somebody's house. But they all freaked out because that's where they went to work. So all of a sudden, these adjectives become um, you know, horrible, horrific, the nonsense, nonsense. You got people in jail, in prison, still from January oh, that's, 6th. That's horrific. And that's big, horrific. That's horrific. And their biggest crime was they put their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. But some kid is walking outside these studios right now with 19 prior arrests, including something, I don't know, like, a, like an attempted murder. He's walking the streets. That's horrific. I couldn't agree more. I'm looking at the social media videos that teenagers, God help us. God help us. I, I, we actually put up a video. You'll see it there at WABCradio.com. It's in our, in our social as well. The kid looks maybe 14, 15 years old. There's like a, he's, Afri- he's African-American, the victim, and he's being robbed at gunpoint. I mean, it, and this is in broad daylight. That's what, there is no fear. These kids have no fear anymore. They'll, they do whatever they want. They have no consequences at home, no consequences with the legal system. And this is the product. This is a product of a lawless society when we would try to coddle people constantly. And sometimes jail is the best thing that can happen to somebody. I feel fat right now. I just, I'm sorry. You feel fat? Yeah, I feel fat. You know, I had um, six M&Ms, six, I counted them, after my bagel, which I get a toasted, I change my breakfast now, to a scooped out toasted everything bagel with Munster and tomato. I'm staying away from cream cheese and all that nonsense. And I had six M&Ms and I feel so fat that um, I, I actually miss whatever you said just now because I'm depressed, but uh, I'll get over it. I wait. I, don't you love it when you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, my God, my stomach is so flat. I look so skinny. I'm great. This and that. And then by the end of the day, you're like, I'm a fat slob. Yeah. I can't eat my jeans. It's like it's like so weird how you can look one way depending on the time of the day. Yeah. Well, I know that I don't look fat. I mean, I, I look great, to be honest. At the risk of sounding like a jerk, I'm a great-looking guy. But, like, my, my daughter... Lou, we got to start playing I'm Too Sexy, right, said Fred. <laughs> yeah. So my I, daughter... I, that, when I hear that song, I think of you, Sid. Well, you do, thank you. I'm so, uh... too sexy for my <laughs> too So sexy I said the same thing thing. a couple nights ago at dinner. I was out for dinner. I'm like, I'm getting fat. And either my daughter, Ava, or my son, Gabe, said, you're not getting fat, you're 55. So what does that mean? Well, you, you get know, there's to, an old, there's yeah, you an get old to, French you, saying you, for right, women. You get to a certain you, age you, and you can't help it, right? Yeah. No, well, there's an old French saying, you as you get older, you can either have a nice face or a nice ass. You can't have both. Because a woman, in order for her to look younger, she has to have like a fuller face. And that's why you'll see a lot of these women, They've as they're older, they've got yeah. these really tight, skinny, nice bodies, but then they look like Skeletor in the face. Oh, they look terrible. So, terrible. Or, or, like I was watching Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills last night, they get so many injections in their face, so much Botox and filler, that they start to look like uh, Rocky Dennison from Mask. I mean, you can't look at them. Oh. <laughs> 
and then what happens is once their their faces deflate it all droops oh, and it's just God. like this disgusting vicious cycle they should do it in moderation like kim kardashian does it like j-lo j-lo is the perfect example of like how you just do ever so slightly little right. tweaks there well that's what so, that's what that's what my beautiful wife danielle does we go together to janet dolce and we get every six or seven months just enough to look good without looking like these housewives who all look ridiculous. Anyway, that is a great, great They're, report. It's a great report. So now we'll get a, a sponsor from, like, a plastic surgeon. I've never gotten my <laughs> lips done, but I, that would be... But oh, yeah, Jen does I'm, that. Je- Janet Dolce does that. You should go to her. She does that. Oh, I, I mean, the, my lips are still a little uh, full of whatever, and I like that look, but, like, I don't know. I, I'm just, like, I don't want to look like a blowfish no, or whatever. Well, you, you get, like, a little bit of collagen. Not too much. Not too much. I'll, I'll set it so, up for you. So five, oh, five, so tonight, five o'clock, John Katz, Matidis. You never know what we're going to talk about, but we get it all in there. We cover all the news. He's always got like the biggest newsmakers from around the world. I think, I know for a fact, the mayor's office, he says, that, I mean, I think every major player in the country probably listens to that show because of John Katz, Matidis and his, his insight and also the guests that he gets. So Katz at night, five o'clock, I can guarantee you once that show's over, you're going to be a whole lot smarter. Very good, Lydia. Excellent job. Lydia reports. Check her out at 5 o'clock with my buddy, the great John Katsimatidis, and I do love him desperately. 